Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. I'm one of your two co-hosts. Uh, I'm joined this fine day by the other co-host, whose name is Blake. That's me. My name is Blake, and I'm here to say I like video games in a major way. <laughs> now sing it. Go. Mm. Mm. Well, my name's Blake, and I'm here to say... I'm not gonna do like that. It. I actually think fan. I've done that jo- joke before. Isn't that kind of weird on, when you have a podcast? podcast? Yeah, when you have a podcast for a long time and it's kind of like you just repeat yourself, or you have like deja vu. Do you ever have that? <laughs> well, dude, like, 156 episodes. You'd think uh, you'd think there'd be a little overlap. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like nothing is original. <laughs> All right, what I'm saying for the is, next ep- next episode, I'd like you to change out our theme music for mm, a recording of you singing that. I think uh, that would be. The, the I, real thing this podcast needs to go to the next level yeah you want you want me to write like a cheesy uh <laughs> 90s uh cash grab hip-hop song yes uh, all right i could probably do that I it probably doesn't have to be long it could be a shorter intro 12 seconds something like that i mean i could probably i can make a 30 second like some some hokey wow. sound like you know i could do that probably i hope you do well let's put a pin in that because uh, we're not here to talk about uh to talk shop we're here to talk about <laughs> we're here to talk about a game by the name of moving jigsaw puzzles mm-hmm. uh which is by samuel lay uh aka made by sam on twitter sam lay so this game uh is very descriptively titled because it is a game about solving jigsaw puzzles that move so basically um you each level is just a grid of some like gif type image like just a three second loop two second loop that's uh been cut up into a bunch of little tiles and your goal is to reconstruct them uh like a puzzle uh (laughs) and the the gifs that um compose the background for these jigsaws vary greatly in complexity (laughs) uh it has a bunch of um, pre-made ones and you can also uh uh make your own add your own videos and images um it's by default it has like 30 i think yeah 30 well um yeah it's got basically 12 different uh like puzzles well not i, I don't know how you describe like images 12 themes and, and yeah and well. each one has like two to four different puzzles based on it um, yeah, because he does like different uh, visual transformations on some of them to make it trickier yeah. or like different angles of the same picture. Yeah. Um, uh, and actually, it is uh, important to note that each one of these uh, puzzles is not actually uh, just an image. It's basically, I mean, maybe we'll get into it later, but basically, you can import your own images or GIFs and uh, put them into the game. And each one of the 12 things is basically like a category of what it's going to do to your image uh, and before like breaking it up into puzzle pieces. Yeah. Uh, so one like cool. pixel. Yeah. One pixelizes it. One mirrors mm-hmm. it. I forget there were. There's yeah. one that like wraps it around a sphere. There's one that yeah. uh, puts it on all the walls in like a hallway that's uh, being yeah. viewed from like a, a perspective angle. Um, yeah. It um. I I actually uh, there is a lot of really interesting kind of emergent design stuff to think about with uh, like just how this forces you to think about 
image assembly. Sure. Um, the, uh, I think the, for, for such a simple uh, concept, I do think that Samuel Lay gets some, manages to work some surprising ideas yeah, uh, visual some, ideas into some this. fiendishly difficult ideas as yes, well. Yes, and tr- uh, I could not solve. Well, so first thing I should say, actually, before we dive into it, is a little uh-huh. disclaimer that uh, mm. I found many of the puzzles to be seriously disorienting, and I get motion sick easily. Uh-huh. So I simply was unable to even attempt a few oh. of them. Um, was, but the ones that I was able to do, I thought it was super cool. Yeah, um, I was I was curious about that because I'm not a person that gets motion sick. And a few of these images were so disorienting that I felt myself starting to get a little bit queasy by the end. Like I would, yeah. I would kind of like get to a point where I could push through and then after that I'd be fine. Um, but there's especially the the one where it uh, puts the image on like the sides of a bunch of cubes that are spinning around. That one took me forever and uh, I yeah, felt I, sick for like half of it. And I that do was not, not get one I could sick. do. I, I was unable to even look at that. I like I can, opened it up and was like, nope. <laughs> I can play. It. I can play a Game Boy driving through a canyon at 65 miles an hour without getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> but but that game uh, or the some of the some of the images, the puzzles in this game, I was like, oh, my God, I need. to Yeah. I, so even um, the one that was sort of the limit for me that uh-huh. I could do, but made me feel a little sick was the like weird, uh, like gray model of a woman oh, dancing. dancing around. I think it was a man. Uh, well, the they had they had nipples. Yeah, yeah I feel like they also kind kind of had breasts. I don't know. It was okay. This ambiguously uh, <laughs> yeah. a a gendered uh, gray yeah, they have character no genitalia model anyway. So what? They have no genitalia anyway. That's true. They they're basically a kind of like abstract form of a human. Uh-huh. Uh, I probably shouldn't even be attempting to gender them. They uh, they true. transcend human categories of gender. Uh-huh. But this dancing person. Uh, I, something about this sort of like, um, undulating motion, I could like kind of handle it. Um, another one that I could do that made me a little sick was the spinning duck. Did you do that? Oh yeah, I did. So I did at least one in each of the 12 categories, except for the one with the letters, because I saw that one and I was like, yep, fuck this. I'm never figuring that out. Yeah. That one seems super hard. I didn't solve that one either. I probably uh-huh. did at least one in nine of 12 or something like that. Eight of 12, maybe. Uh-huh. So I did. Cause most like the first four categories were all fine. Yeah. Cause um, it's like flat uh, image, but it can be uh, or not flat image, but flat gif or video. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the second one is skewed, so basically it applies like an angle. I'm actually uh, kind of interested to talk about the the technical uh, details of this uh, game because I, I have some theories about how it works. Um, then there's cycle, which I'm not exactly sure how that would mutate uh, an image that you give it. Then mirror that mirrors it in the middle. Uh, rotation that uh, spins it around in 3D space. And then I'm trying to think of what the others are. Anyway, they all do that sort of sort of thing. Yeah. The, the first few are mostly it was like the weird hallway one. Yeah, I really liked the perspective one? one. I thought yeah. that one was uh, challenging, but uh, it felt but doable. Fair. It felt like yeah, it totally. Felt, it felt I, like I, I could I could think uh, carefully and uh, sort of like 
figure out where pieces were whereas some of the the other ones that had incorporated a lot of motion i just felt yeah. like i was almost like shooting in the dark like guessing checking uh to see if tiles yeah. like fit together because it was just uh so disorienting yeah so i think that's a that actually gets to kind of where i wanted to start um which is the the sort of like um the way that this like adding motion to a jigsaw puzzle uh the way that it both does and doesn't sort of change the typical strategies you have for solving a jigsaw puzzle uh-huh. so uh the you i found myself you know you still do a lot of the same things that you would do solving a jigsaw puzzle normally right you're looking mm. for edges so if you're like on a map that has mm. like an obvious sort of boundary space so like the sure. sphere one there's just white space around it so yeah it's very easy to start with the edges of the circle first you're like okay sure. um but then in other places uh it totally changes it but you find you find yourself doing a strategy that's sort of like parallel so the that's the reason why i also really like the perspective one because there's kind of like um you, you have to like reconstruct the 3d space in your mind and be like okay that looks like it's the uh you know that's got to be like the bottom left from that angle uh-huh. um, and i thought that that was that one made use of the the addition of 3d into a jigsaw space uh-huh. uh very well i thought that that one was super fun to solve um yeah, uh, well, another thing that I found happening is um, the the difference between a close match uh, and a perfect match is just so much more stark in this. Um, if there's any, uh, except for a few of them where there's like background where none of the motion is actually happening. Mm. But for the most part, um, it just like you immediately, the second you look at the image, you can like tell whether this fits or not. And there's something like, weirdly satisfying about it like dropping into place and joining yeah. the there's joining so the image there's a very clear like visual seam since since these tiles yes. in case it's not clear these are not like jigsaw puzzle pieces where they have those distinctive shapes um they're just square tiles um yeah. so partially that makes it harder to figure out uh where each one goes because the the shape of the tile does not give you any help mm-hmm. But also when you set it next to another tile, it becomes extremely clear that it's uh, that's not where it goes because there's a there's just like a straight line seam where you can, uh, you know, really, really clearly tell like, ah, yes, this is not yeah. not what I want to do. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, normally uh, having a jigsaw puzzle that's just perfect squares is, you know, uh, perversion of the format. <laughs> but I think in I think in this it it really works because the, you know, the, the puzzle idea he wants you to, um, I guess I don't know Samuel Lay is a he, it's uh, yeah. He, him, I I checked. He, him, um, the, the, the sort of puzzle mechanic that he wants you to be working with Uh is like the thinking about the image itself, not about the abstraction overlaid it. So I think that that, that actually is a justifiable decision here, even though, you know, an actual jigsaw puzzle that was tiles, I would, you'd be a monster. Yeah, well, so I'm I'm interested that you thought that there was a good amount of skill overlap for a normal puzzle because I found uh, that in in doing this, I, I I couldn't use a lot of the the skills I would normally use when making uh, when doing a jigsaw puzzle. I mean, I don't know what how often you do puzzles. Uh, do you frequently? Uh, not that often, but how more many times than a year would you say? A year? 
Uh-huh. Like do a, a full jigsaw puzzle, uh-huh. one or less. Okay, so this is kind of a weird family thing, but every Thanksgiving we buy, and Christmas usually too, we buy a, a like a big puzzle and mm. just like set it up on a table while like family's in town and just yeah, do it's a not big, that weird. People do, do that. a big puzzle. Yeah. So over the like, we started doing this when I was in high school or something. Over the last few years, I've actually gotten like pretty pretty good at like. I mean, first of all, there's you know usually uh, five or six of us working on it at a time, so you can kind of you can kind of burn through them. But I was finding a lot of the the strategies that you I would normally use, um, like you know, sort of organizing pieces by their color, or you know, organizing pieces by the the clear like shared visual elements becomes really hard when the visual elements are moving. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, but you still do it somewhat, right? I mean, okay, I should say it varies a lot based on the puzzle. So yes. uh-huh. the ones it's just like a plain color background that's moving. Yeah. I didn't think there was hardly any strategy of organization you could do because yeah, exactly because because if you're trying to organize them by color, it doesn't actually work because their color is changing. Yeah. So I I totally agree with you for those ones, but I felt like for most of the early ones and a handful of the mi- middle ones it it actually does translate pretty closely. So like the one that's a campus for like New Jersey Technical Institute or whatever, what? like the snow background and stuff. Um, I don't even, I didn't even see that one. You definitely did. It's on the itch page. It's like a snow, it's like a snow covered. I'm seeing it on the itch page, but I don't remember doing this. Was this like one of the basic ones? Uh, it was in both category one and category two, I believe. What? Uh, That's not what I had for either of those. I wonder if there's a a randomization aspect. Well, there's multiple options within each category. There's like, oh, Oh, so was it not like the? I just did the first option for all of them, and then oh, did you? No, I I cycled through them and picked the one that I thought would be most interesting. Oh, I see. Anyway, so this one, um, this one, I do feel like you do something similar because my my strategy was so static elements. A few of them you can just kind of do right away. So that's like big red sign in the background. You can do that. But then I found myself uh, organizing the pieces that have people walking through them. Yeah. And that was sort of fun because you have to, you have to watch the tile for a second. It's not like, okay, here's a tile with a person. You have to watch it over the full loop and be like, does a person walk through this? Uh And then you put all those in an area and um, you know, it's not that complicated, but it just was sort Mm -hmm. of interesting, uh, variation of what i'm expecting for the uh the yeah well format. i think there's a there's a really cool effect that happens while you're like kind of tentatively placing uh puzzles on the thing that you're like okay well clearly there's like there's a person moving the one i'm thinking of is the one with the guy on the like bucking bowl that's the <laughs> that's the pinata yeah from i like that one too that one was fun <laughs> which apparently that was at gdc because all the people in the background have gdc badges around their necks. So oh i didn't look funny. that closely that's fine uh-huh but uh in that one um there's a there's a certain amount of like oh okay well that's clear that one's got the guy moving in it so you kind of like place it uh spatially near the others and there's this cool thing where it's like okay i don't have the piece that goes in the middle but i can tell that this uh these two are in uh the correct positions with respect to each other because of the motion and kind of like seeing the motion of the two tiles like playing out uh, uh, near each other has it just had kind of a cool effect of like I, uh, I totally agree that it is this like um yeah th- it, that's something that you c- kind of can't 
I mean, sometimes you can kind of do something similar in a, a real jigsaw puzzle, but just like the, the sort of inferred trajectory of an object's movement can be used to place two tiles that are yeah. not adjacent to each other. And that's yeah. super interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 interesting to think about and it uh just looks cool and and it yeah. feels it feels like a success even though you haven't actually like linked any pieces together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have the yeah, you feel like you have the knowledge of the relative location of these pieces. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. I mean, so that that does kind of get me to a sort of meta point I wanted to make about this, which is that mm. I just think this format works a million times better with sort of like realistic still life images than mm. it does with these like weird abstract things. Mm. Um, uh, I, I did appreciate the deviousness of some <laughs> of the abstract images uh, used. Yeah, they are but, certainly devious. But I felt that the, their appeal was primar- primarily in uh you know the kind of reaction you have to a a a good prank or something like ah you got me not like (laughs) Uh, i can tell that this is going to be a pain in the ass (laughs) yeah Yeah. so um did you did uh, you do the so the the one that's like the colors of the rainbow just like cycling did you do the one that's just 20 vertical slices i i I briefly i didn't finish it i I started it and then was like i finished that one Damn, that's impressive. And it was uh, it was not great. <laughs> it was hard, uh, <laughs> but it was kind of fun to do. Um, I also finished the the like default one uh, that's on the itch page. That's just like uh, you know the gradient sort of uh, going downward diagonally. That one was yeah, also yeah. that that one was one of the ones that felt the most like I'm just randomly trying to uh, yeah put these next to each it's like a lot of guess and check they took a long time i guess is totally to get at um uh another thing that i think was kind of fun about this is uh the um the 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 like personality of the people who appear uh sort of like plays into the way you solve so this was only something i was really thinking about for the um the dude riding the mechanical bull but uh-huh. just the fact that the people in the background have like faces and are moving around and reacting to things uh-huh. just makes it gives it such a different feel when you like successfully clip them into place. Ah, um, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have a much of a design <laughs> point about that, but I just thought that the, there's like um, a weird liveliness to yeah. the to the 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 puzzle like coming to life as will it will it also can help you sort of place things spatially because you can tell like these two people are there's two women in the background that are talking and one woman is clearly watching the bull riding guy being like this is kind of goofy and the other woman is looking at her so you can kind of like spatially place them even even with the sort of Mm -hmm. like disorienting nature of having all these pieces scattered about and just like so much motion uh yeah i think i think i agree that um this game is maybe the most um well i guess i don't know that it's the most but i do think it does thrive in like these areas it's almost like a like if if this was just like a video of a crowd like you know not not like moving around a lot but just like you know the crowd before a concert where people are kind yeah, of like talking exactly to each other. What I was thinking, yes, I feel like I was that. I mean, thinking a concert. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, you or I could just get find a video or a gif of that and, and put it in. And yeah, try that's it true. In. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, um, I think that'd be cool. Or like, I think any place with lots of public, uh, like people 
um, who Ooh, are either moving a, a small amount or moving slowly. Um, I had a really and, good and also idea. moving predictably. So a, a museum, I think, would actually be really cool. Oh, like people okay. walking around a museum space. Uh-huh. Um, Here, here's uh, an idea. Shibuya Crossing in Tokyo, that classic... Uh, if I don't know if you've seen in movies where it's just like uh, a thousand people crossing from it's like a, uh, you know, all four directions at once, just like tons of foot traffic. Yeah, uh, I feel like that would be or like Times Square. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nuts. Hmm, now I got to Now I got to try this. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I should say um, it's not that I think, well, for my personal taste, I do think that the the real <laughs> images work better. But I, I think that it's also just kind of like a it's almost a slightly different game when it's doing yeah, the like abstract, weird abstract stuff where th- in those ones, to me, it feels like the point is more about kind of like being a bit of a mind fuck that the <laughs> the sort of like not not like in the sense that it's like yeah, cheaply trying to, to trick you, but just that the kind of like the appeal of it is sort of in like struggling to even wrap your your mind sure, around, around what you're looking what's at. going on like that's kind of the the fun of yeah. it whereas the the ones that feel more truly puzzly to me were the um yeah the real the real images yeah i'd agree with that the only one that i would say doesn't quite fit that um uh, distinction would be the the perspective one just because i felt like oh sure you have you have that image with some uh what would otherwise be considered sort of like subtle motion. But when you have the perspective, like stretching it, it, I thought, I thought that one was really fun because, mm-hmm. um, it didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't feel random, but it also didn't feel like trivially easy. Um, so that yeah. was one of the ones that w- uh, the, one of the sort of like, I guess, quote unquote, like programmatic ones, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree thought. with that as well. I, that was the one, that was the one of the that was my favorite of the kind of like um the last five or six that are all you know pretty pretty tough yeah that are all like kind of a a blurry repetitive pattern sure um of one sort or another so um i did want to uh i was thinking while i played this game there are a few moments where i i was like i really what i really want to do is this and i was curious if you also had this distinction did you ever want to like, I wanted to be able to like highlight multiple tiles and like link them together so that I could move them around because part of this also is that since everything's square, there's no distinction on the edges. So, uh, there was a smart decision made, which is that there are four buttons at the top that let you nudge all the pieces, um, up, down, left or right. And the pieces Mm -hmm. on the other side will sort of, uh, will wrap around back to the opposite side. So if you have the image constructed correctly or a part of the image constructed correctly, but it's in the wrong spot, you can kind yeah. of nudge it around. But the problem I was having is that I was, uh, I would have like clusters of like, here's two tiles that I can tell go together because they don't have that seam or there's some sort of, uh, continuity of the, the image moving that I can see on these two tiles. But I have this group of three tiles and this group of five tiles and I, it's really they like they aren't in the right positions with respect to each other, but I don't know where they mm-hmm. go. So I kind of just want to link them together, move them off to the side, uh, which admittedly is probably just like a hard feature to implement. And also, I'm curious if it would uh, like make some of the puzzles a little too easy. But it was something that I was kind of like, hmm, I would like to do this because that is something I, again, would do with a yeah. real puzzle 
where you link a couple pieces together and have them kind of floating and you're like, I, I don't know. And then there's that really satisfying moment where you get to like click them in to, uh, you know, you always build the frame of a, of a puzzle first. Yeah. And so yeah. when you get to, when you get to have this like mass that you've been slowly putting pieces on and you finally get the, the connective pieces to like hook it on to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the part of the image that's, uh, connected to the, the frame is like, you know, an immensely satisfying. Yeah. So. And th- yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, and, uh, I, I did find myself wanting to do that, but not, that only a couple times um mm-hmm. specifically again it happened most in the the more photorealistic images because those are the ones that uh, have the most readily identifiable like clusters of spaces so even like the yeah. the weird the weird person uh gray person dancing uh like their face for example you know that's the first thing you notice is all the squares that their head ever moves through so you kind of like can do that first um even before you are certain where exactly it goes um, on the, on the field. So yeah, I do think that would be, that would be a useful addition. Um, But I, I did find for a lot of the more abstract images, uh, it didn't end up, I didn't end up solving it that way just because everything looked the same, you know, (laughs) you kind of have to. uh, Fair enough. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm curious. Uh, you mentioned that you had some theories and questions about how this, uh, the technical side of this. Um, yeah. This is this is all going to be total speculation. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> part of me. So I, I was at first at this game. I I was like, what the hell is going on? How can they make it so that you're you know putting in random images? Uh, but then as it got, uh, the, the sort of more high concept, uh, like puzzle types sort of showed the hand a little bit where as far as I can tell, what's happening is that, uh, you're just applying textures to 3d objects and then it's got a camera pointed at them and it somehow they're able to sort of like divide it up and, uh, you know, randomize it. Um, so I guess it's not really that deep of a, of a, of a, of a speculation, but like with the, um, with the, like the sphere, for example, it's like, okay, clearly I can just, I'm just like making an image, slapping it as a texture on the side (laughs) of, uh, or on a sphere. Yeah. Uh, And, and maybe that's wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm totally wrong about that, but, um, that, that was my, that was my, uh, my theory. Um, and I did think it was cool. I think there's a certain amount of like, kind of uh technical magic to uh to watching this game play out where it's like oh whoa how'd they do that um which is cool uh always always fun to be like ooh, that's neato <laughs> yeah i agree that there is a uh there's definitely a cool factor here um and and also just like a like a sleek factor to it like there's something about the um I don't even know if that's the right word, but the, you know, there's sometimes moments when you like have two pieces not close to each other and you sort of like see that the same objects moving through them and it just is really cool. Uh, Yeah. 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 I totally, I totally agree. Um, It there, I I understand what you're saying with sleekness, uh, which is kind of weird. Uh, Like it's definitely not, totally uh clear what that means but when you play it it's like oh yeah th- there's there's a there's a uh sort of a, a technical sheen to it where it's like ooh, that's neat how cool <laughs> it's 
Somebody figured that out. Totally. Um, yeah, now I'm just, I'm just like thinking about what other images would be cool. Uh, um, I think I definitely think like big public places is is a good one. And honestly, yeah. a lot of things that are like sort of classic uh, fair for actual jigsaw puzzles might be kind of interesting. Sure. Um, I mean, maybe not a lot of the nature scapes because there needs to be motion, but like like maybe like an ocean scene with like a boat sailing or like a, a whale breaching could be oh, cool. Okay. I see. I see what um, I see what you're uh I'm picking up what you're putting down there. <laughs> Anything with a lot of like really um, distinctive forms of motion, I think would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think something with like multiple different, like visual continuities of like, you know, people mm-hmm. moving one direction people. That's why I thought the Shibuya yeah. crossing would be really cool. It's like, or even just got, traffic in general might be kind of cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like vehicular traffic too. Yeah, maybe I'll try this one. I just found a, a cool uh, Shibuya Crossing GIF. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give this one a shot. Um, but I'll do that once we're done recording. I won't do it right in the middle. <laughs> um, well, do you have any other thoughts about this here video game? Um, no, I think that's uh, I think that's everything. Nice. Well, uh, in that case. Uh, why don't we tell the people about what we're going to play next week? Indeed. So next week, we're going to be playing a game by the name of uh, Hexcraft Eventide Sigil, uh, which is by Oleander Garden on Itch. Um, so this game is billed as a, an experimental first-person permadeath adventure set in a post-industrial Midwestern town. Uh, so... You know, don't know a lot about how this game works, but um, it visually it just seems like it evokes a very uh, striking and compelling uh, world. And I'm intrigued by the uh, phrase experimental first person permadeath adventure. Uh, So definitely, uh, definitely excited to give this game uh, a viewing. Uh, So. Uh, we'll be playing uh, Hexcraft Eventide Sigil next week. If you want an update um, for when that episode comes out, or if you want a link to access the game yourself, you should follow us on Twitter, at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, that's where we tweet out all the updates for the podcast, uh, Twitter handles for uh, the creators whose games we play, if they have them, uh, and then also uh, links to the sites where you can uh, buy or download uh, the games we play. So. Uh, Go ahead and follow us there if you're interested in that. um, And we'll talk to you next week. 